Welcome to the Reality Revolution. Today, we are going to unleash your prosperity. Obviously, I've had many episodes on the podcast where we've discussed manifesting wealth. First of all, through a variety of amazing authors like Anthony Norvell, Neville Goddard, Joseph Murphy. I want to talk a little bit more about it. This is an ongoing discussion, an ongoing learning and teaching. Let's find ways that we can unleash our abundance and prosperity. Money, love, sex, great health, fame, fortune, success, and happiness, all of it can be yours. The only proof that you need is the fact that others have that. And contrary to popular belief, other people don't really have an advantage over you. Yeah, they might be born with better looks or parents and connections and more wealth, but these advantages are not the keys to success. Abundance and prosperity are everywhere. With a little creativity and determination, there is no limit to what is possible. This episode is a shortcut to having what you want. If you are ready for an amazingly rich and rewarding life, listen to every second of this as if your life depends on it. Because the quality of your life certainly does. Go back and look at the different experiences that you've had, particularly with your parents in relation to money. Did your parents ever lose their house or one of your parents lose a job or appear to struggle financially? Our interpretation of any given event shapes our reality. And it's likely that you may have interpreted these events and attached wrong meaning to those events and it can totally mess you up. As a kid, I associated wealth with popularity. I saw it as the solution to life's problems. In my early adult life, I worried about money all the time. I thought I'd stopped worrying once I made a certain amount or had enough in the bank, but once I was making money, I was still worried. That's when I realized My worrying had nothing to do with my external circumstances. I didn't know it back then, but I was terrified of feeling the shame and sadness I had experienced as a kid through my parents. I was running from that feeling, a feeling that I had created in my mind, that I was afraid of having, of losing money, And I was trying to make sure that people didn't think I was poor. Underneath all my money worries was actually a fear of feeling shame. Even though my money fears drove me to pursue wealth, paradoxically, it wasn't until I let go of my fear of shame that massive amounts of money flooded into my life and my bank account. I believe we can manifest what we desire If we focus on that desire, believe we can have it and are hungry for it without being needy or desperate or placing importance on it. Neediness 
pushes away the health and wealth and love that we want to bring into our lives. I also believe we manifest our greatest fears if we worry about them obsessively. Worrying is like a prayer for what we don't want. We manifest into our lives the things we most desire and the things we most fear, or a watered-down version of the two. For example, if we're worried about money and being homeless, and we also dream about being rich and winning the lottery, those two energies collide and we end up with a diluted version of each. The reality isn't as bad as we feared and not as great as we dreamed. Now, in my 50s, with more money than I had imagined, I can see that the fights about money my parents had weren't really about money. The money challenge pushed buttons they had about not feeling secure, trusted, heard, valued, important, and loved. All these underlying hot buttons we have can be healed. But without any tools to work together to let go of those insecurities, my parents were doomed to struggle in their relationships as many people do. A key element to attracting what you want in your life is gratitude. Several years ago, I spent a lot of time focusing on gratitude. At that very time, my income began to increase by more than I ever could have imagined. But as amazing as it was to have money, my gratitude made a much bigger difference to the quality of my life. The richest person on earth isn't the person with the most money. It's the person with the most gratitude. As I look back, even when I was struggling and deeply in debt, I was rich. Or at least I could have been had I been grateful for what I had. Instead, I resented having to fend for myself. I really believe that for most of modern civilization, there is no such thing as poor. If you have enough food, water, shelter, air, and sunlight to keep your body alive, then you're rich. Every single day of my life, the Creator has provided enough for you to be alive. So, as my wife and I often say, thank God we're rich. Maybe you're thinking, that's good for you. But how can I go around saying, thank God I'm rich if I'm not rich? If I don't feel it, I can't own that because it feels wrong. It makes me uncomfortable. If you can't see yourself as being rich, even now, it's going to be hard to manifest more money into your life. If you see yourself as poor, then you're going to push away or dismiss anything that conflicts with that identity. Even if more money is coming in, you'll say, oh yeah, that's good, but that's just going to go pay off the bills. I'm not rich. I'm not talking about denying your money challenges or your money reality. Hear me out, because one of the most important things you can do to manifest abundance in your life is to start seeing yourself as rich. I'm not talking about pretending to be rich while deep down thinking you're not. I'm talking about really seeing and believing that it's true right now. I'm also not talking about seeing how you're rich in friendships and in spirit, though it's great to be abundant in those areas. Think about how much 
that you've been provided for. God provides for us. The sun warms our planet just enough to keep us alive, but not so much that we're all toast. That is a miracle and something to be extremely grateful for. We have all the air we ever needed, all the water we've ever needed. And even if some days we didn't have any food, we've always had enough to stay alive. I was rich when I was poor, wearing worn out old clothes and eating mac and cheese, even though I didn't have even a good pair of shoes. We are all rich, but we are mostly blind to it. And anything we have beyond air, food, and water, and shelter is a massive bonus. Here's how to own the feeling of being rich even more. Anytime you're paying a bill, say, thank God I'm rich. Instead of being upset about having to pay for things, be grateful that you can pay and that you chose to pay. Be grateful that you have electricity instead of being upset that the rates have gone up. Be grateful for your car and all the places it can take you instead of feeling frustrated about having to make your car payment. When an unexpected expense comes up, say, thank God I'm rich. Even if you don't know how you're going to pay for it, say, thank God I am rich and allow your higher self to help bring the money into your life. Seeing yourself as rich is a much more powerful identity than seeing yourself as poor. As you retrain your mind, you open to greater appreciation and resourcefulness. This is part of an overall mindset shift to massive appreciation. The richest person on earth isn't the one with the most money. It's the one with the greatest appreciation. You can always find what's not right if you're looking for it you can find it easily you will always find what you look for you can also look for what is amazing if you train your eyes to see what's remarkable what's special what's a miracle then you will find miracles the sun rising every day and warming the earth is a miracle earth is the only planet in our solar system that has mild enough weather for humans to survive our very existence is a miracle seeds that lay dormant for years can be eaten or years later planted and watered and then turn into trees and flowers some of which grow fruits and vegetables that we can eat together as a society we have created shared resources that are available to most of us for minimal costs or free such as libraries, roads, electricity, the internet, running water, and indoor plumbing. Things you might be taking for granted are things that even the richest people alive didn't have access to just a couple of generations ago. We are swimming in oceans of abundance. There are so many miracles in this world. So much beauty. So much amazingness. But maybe you're just looking for how you're poor. You will always find what you look for. In my life, my coaching practice, I've found saying an affirmation or prayer of abundance helps me to realize the beauty and miracles in my life and increases my gratitude for what I have. Please note that I'm talking about saying a prayer of abundance and not a prayer for abundance. You already have massive abundance in your life and much more is on the way.
Most people pray asking for things. Please help me find a job or please heal my sick mom, aunt, cousin. There's nothing wrong with these types of prayers, but the prayers I find that work best are prayers of gratitude because these prayers aren't coming from a needy energy, but from the energy signature of your wish fulfilled. Thank you prayers are awesome because they help you to get in touch with what's already great in your life. Gratitude is a great space to be in. It feels amazing and it's magnetically attractive to more of the good things we want. Next time you pray, instead of an asking for prayer, try saying a prayer of gratitude or thanks. Thank you, God, for all the blessings and abundance in my life. Amen. And if you want to take it to the next level, start adding in prayers of gratitude in advance for all the things you're looking forward to having in your life. For instance, thank you, God, for all the wonderful people in my life, for all the love in our hearts, for all the smiles on our faces. Thank you for all the blessings and abundance in our lives. Thank you for all the oceans and avalanches of abundance tumbling into our lives in ever-increasing amounts day after day. Amen. You can also be more specific. Thank you, God, for the inspiration to do this episode with joy and ease. Thank you for helping me to make it a big hit with lots of views so it touches the lives of every man, woman, and child on earth now for as long as these ideas and strategies are useful for humanity. Amen. Think of some things you want to bring into your life and practice praying appreciation for them in advance. You already have what you want. Let me say it again. You already have what you want. It may not feel like it, but whatever you want, you already have. And by letting go of the feeling that you lack something, you can start to find that you already have it, or at least some of it. If you want greater financial abundance instead of suffering through feelings of inadequacy or fear, take a moment to appreciate what you have. If you want money and you discover $1 in your wallet, you have what you want. Maybe not as much as you want, but you do have what you want. If you get into a state of appreciation, you'll start attracting more money. Maybe you'll realize you have an account you forgot about, or you'll find a $20 bill in an old pair of jeans, or you'll get a raise or a big bonus at work, or you'll attract some new amazing opportunities into your life. To get what you want in life, you have to be clear about what it is. If you want to be in a relationship, but you aren't sure about what you want in a partner, you're probably going to end up in a relationship that doesn't work out. Or maybe you know what you want, but you don't have a plan to get it. Then again, you might be clear about what you want and have a plan, but you lack the necessary skills to reach your goal. For example, you might want a relationship, but you lack communication skills, or you might know what you want and how to get it and have the necessary skills, but you don't have the support you need. You're in a negative environment. Maybe your friends are telling you, men suck, relationships suck. We're all going to be single and alone for the rest of our lives, but at least we have each other. That doesn't help. And finally, you might have all these elements down cold, but you need to master a few things in your own psychology to achieve your goal. Maybe you don't feel deserving or you're fearful about going up and talking to somebody you don't know, or you're afraid to have your heart broken again. Mastering five areas of focus, I'll give you a five-step rapid success system will change your life and help you achieve anything that you want. 
the first step is to clarify your direction. Despite any problems you're facing right now or perhaps because of them, it's time to set goals. What do you want? If you could wave a realistic magic wand, what would your life look like right now in the next three months? Six months, 12? Most people don't really design their lives. They have a few hopes and dreams. They don't take seriously enough to actually turn into goals. So it's time to get clear about what you want. What do you want to have? A new car? House? Better communication in your marriage? To learn to speak French, to travel to Costa Rica, to find love, to lose weight, go on a spiritual retreat, change jobs, or become an amateur basketball player or a humanitarian? What do you want? Clarify your vision and direction. I believe reaching your goals is inevitable if you're willing to keep taking the necessary actions to get there and work through the inner stuff that comes up along the way. When you become excited enough about your future and what's possible, you can make miracles happen. So let yourself just dream for a little while. Surrender to your dreams. Leave the it's impossible judgments to another time. Allow the part of yourself that plays big and is most connected to your authentic self to set the goal. Now take a few minutes to write down a few of your goals and dreams. Don't worry about how you'll make them happen. We'll get to that later. Create a vision board. For this exercise, you'll need scissors, a glue stick, poster board and pictures from magazines printed from the internet or that you've drawn yourself that illustrate your goals and dreams. Make sure that pictures resonate with you and you're happy, excited, and feel a sense of peace when you look at them. Your feelings play a huge part in manifesting your goals and dreams. The feeling is the secret, as Neville Goddard says. Cut out the pictures, paste them on the poster board. You might even get fancy and frame your vision board. Put it up somewhere and you'll naturally see it every single day. When I first started experimenting with vision boards, I had a picture of a kitchen backyard and a house that I wanted to live in and later on I looked back at the vision board and it was the exact house this happens all the time this is documented in the movie The Secret where multiple people had created vision boards and then eventually saw the actual thing on their vision board the second step is to strategize your actions now that you know what you want What do you think you might need to do to make it happen? I recommend taking three most important goals you have and focusing on the top goal or possibly all three and making a plan to get there and ask yourself, if I could break this goal down into three major chunks or milestones, what would they be? For instance, if your goal was to climb Mount Everest, first of all, research, what will this goal entail in the form of time, money and physical preparation? Talk to people that did it and get their advice. And secondly, get ready. Buy all the stuff you need. Book the travel. Do the physical preparation. Recruit friends and buddies. And third, execute. Travel. Bring equipment. Make the climb. Bring friends. Now, I have no desire to climb a huge mountain like Mount Everest. But if I were going to do it, that's how I would do it. The third step is to upgrade your skills. To achieve your goals, what skills would you need to learn or improve? If your goal is to climb Mount Everest, those skills might be your sense of direction, your climbing skills, 
or your team and communication skills. If your goal is to find a job, you might need to improve your interviewing skills. If your goal is to find your soulmate, it might be your flirting skills. Ask yourself to achieve this goal that I want. What skill or skills could I improve to make achieving even easier? There's always some kind of skill involved if it's a big manifestation that you want. And focusing on that skill is a part of that process, part of the bridge of incidents that brings you to the thing that you want. There's some kind of skill involved. The fourth step, optimize your environment. This is often overlooked when it comes to manifestors and creating abundance. The degree of challenge or ease involved in getting what you want in life is always greatly influenced by your environment. Think about it. How hard is it to stick to your diet when everyone around you is eating chocolate chip cookies and ice cream for every meal? When I want to lose weight, I might make sure there are zero dessert foods in my house. I might enlist my family support. I've come to realize that I'm not stronger than chocolate. If it's near me, I'll eat it. If I'm going to eat high caloric foods with little nutritional value while I'm on a diet, I want to do it. Consciously, I'll decide what I want and then I'll have to leave the house to get it or the whole family will go out. We'll make dessert an event. As you can imagine, going out is a lot harder and a lot less tempting than having a plate of cookies in the kitchen counter passing by it every day. It really, really helps to have five best friends that are in pretty good shape. There's a saying that we become like the five people we spend our most time with. So cultivate five friends that have prosperity and abundance. People in the community also say that if you take the average income of your five closest friends, it's most likely the same as yours. If you want to make a change, one of the ways to optimize your environment is to start looking for friends who most resemble the way you want to be. That doesn't mean you have to get rid of old friends, just that you might want to start adding new ones. You can optimize your environment by adding to it or subtracting from it. You might optimize your mental environment by reading more good books, books that inspire you, books that help you flesh out your vision of the goal you're trying to achieve. You might listen to inspiring podcasts like The Reality Revolution. You can add inspirational audio programs and movies and educational films. Or you might get rid of your TV if you find yourself sitting around in boredom or avoidance by channel surfing. You can also optimize your physical environment by cleaning things up and tossing out all the old junk in your life, like old clothes and stuff you don't really ever use. I'm telling you, I recently had to clean my office and I'd let it get way messy. And as soon as I did, I felt freed and started receiving even more abundance than before. So if you don't know what to do at a minimum, just go clean your house. Go clean the room that you're in. You might be surprised that many items hold emotional memories and we hold on to those things even if the memory was negative. Look at all the old clothes in your closet that you haven't worn for years. I'll bet some of those are from special moments in time. But by letting go of those things, we free ourselves up in ways that are unimaginable. To optimize your social environment, you could ask your current friends to support you in your goals by cheering you on as you reach for them. And by being a good ear for you when things aren't going well. Some people bump up against significant others, friends, or parents who are not supportive of their dreams. Sometimes the people in our lives are afraid we'll change and they could lose us and they try to undermine us. 
Just remember that however they respond to our big dreams is not personal. It's about them, not you. I suggest using a process of peace as an action step to help you be at peace with not needing their support or approval. Any weird feeling that comes up within you because of how you respond can be relaxed when you get to peace. The people around you often show up in a different way. You will find when you change on the inside, the whole world changes on the outside. Even people who have treated you a certain way your whole life can magically transform before your eyes. Some people simply can't be changed and are always going to be a demotivating factor and affect your environment. So make it your goal to allow those people to leave your life. That might be difficult and it might be family members and I know the struggle, but you have to make a choice. Do you want prosperity? Do you want to unleash your abundance? Then you might have to do that one thing. That might be the one thing that's stopping you. So list five things that you can do to optimize your environment by addition or subtraction that will help you to achieve your prosperity. Which one will you do first? Once you decide, go do it. What better time than right now? And the fifth step is master your psychology. Our mind and emotions in the forms of doubt and fears often present the biggest obstacles to our turning our problems into opportunities and our opportunities into the exciting things we want in our lives. Our doubts and fears can keep us from taking action, from showing up in the world in a powerful and attractive way, one that's both confident and attracts what we want to us, getting us what we really want in our life. Anything that you want, you can have. You just have to decide what you want and decide to have it, be it, or do it. I believe success is inevitable if you're willing to do the work in the world, if you're willing to do the work on yourself, and if you never give up. It's that last one that's the tricky one, never giving up. I wanted to give up many times in the early years of my business. Now, I recently had a book that I gave up on. And so there is a little bit of a contradiction. I was writing a book, finished a book, but it didn't feel right for me. And so I let it go. I've talked about it on this podcast oftentimes. But it wasn't my primary goal and it freed me up for greater prosperity. So whatever your situation is, I found that in that particular case, that was blocking my ability to do other things, to create and do the things that I wanted. So in some cases, you may need to give up something that's blocking what you're doing in order to achieve what you want. Everybody's situation is different. But many people have a lot of uncertainty about being able to get what they want. So you ask yourself, what if it doesn't work? What if I fail? What if I get rejected? What if I get fired? Can I really make it happen? Just know that the answer is yes, you can. You can have whatever you want and absolutely will have it if you're willing to take the steps that are required. Take action to make it happen and keep taking action until you get what you want. Work on yourself to release the fears and doubts and limiting beliefs that might be holding you back. Don't be afraid of failure. That's inevitable. The more you go after your dreams, the more you will fail because failure is inevitable. In fact, it's the only way to achieve success and abundance. You have to go through failures 
to achieve great success. In fact, failures are the bricks that pave the way to success. It's much better to live a life chasing your dreams and scraping your knees along the way than to live a safe life with a few failures but never tasting victory or success. I'm sure you've heard the quote, a ship in harbor is safe, but that is not what ships are built for. One challenge I've noticed is that most of us have mixed feelings about what we want. We want more money, but if we had that money, it might be scary. What are people going to think of me if I'm rich? Are people going to think I'm greedy or I'm bad? Or is someone going to try to take it away? Or maybe I'll just lose it anyway. Whatever messed up programming we have about money. We might want it, but we probably also have some baggage around it. Or maybe we really want to be in a relationship, but when we think about finding love once more, it scares us because we don't want our heart broken again. When we want something and we're also afraid of it, we pull it part way toward us, but keep it at arm's length. If we're attracting it and focusing, I want more money in my life, but we have the shadow side of things we want, then we'll probably end up, first of all, not manifesting, or second, manifesting it really slowly, or third, manifesting it and getting rid of it quickly, or fourth, getting a watered-down version of it, where we get some of what we want, but not enough to frighten us, so ultimately it's not what we really want. Those blocking fears and limiting beliefs and rigid ways of thinking put a kink in our fire hose of abundance. By using the tools in this episode, you release these kinks and get to a place of peace. You can receive more of the good things you want in life. So many amazing things happen when you're at peace, when you let go of the charge or the trigger that's keeping the thing that you want from happening. I know there are people who really are more strategic and scientific and might think that uh, manifesting anything is just not true. That's fine but I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I'm not here to convince you that there's an instant miracle that is happening for you. You can see for yourself. The proof is in the pudding. I know for me, when I let go of my blocks, my fears, my challenges, especially when I let go of my fear of getting the things that I want, suddenly magical things happened. You get introduced to the right person. A great opportunity arises. The only mystery to manifesting is time. The only mystery to success is time. How long is it going to take for you to be successful? No one knows. The journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, Lao Tzu said. And this is very true. But if you don't keep walking, you'll never reach your destination. Whatever your dreams are, stick with them. Take that first step. You'll get there. Your prosperity is inevitable. You are infinitely powerful, infinitely creative, and infinitely resourceful. Before we're born, we're all swimming around as part of an infinite, all-powerful creator of everything, completely connected with the creator, and all our needs are met. We want for nothing. We feel infinite love and abundance. The creator takes tiny drops of its infinite power, which is our spirit, and puts us into the physical world as helpless little babies. We are infinitely powerful, infinitely creative, and infinitely resourceful. But in our new physical form, we start out as completely helpless. We can't scratch an itch. We can't walk. We can't talk. We can't help around the house. 
We can't make any money and can't pay any bills. All we can do is eat, poo, and cry. And we do a lot of that. And we grow and we can do much more. But we're still so much less powerful than the kids that are older than we are, stronger than we are, or smarter than we are. And adults are powerful giants compared to us. We feel weak, small, and not all that great or powerful compared to so many people around us. We grow up believing we aren't smart enough, strong enough, pretty enough, or good enough, and we get indoctrinated into the world of scarcity. There isn't enough. I have forgotten numerous times that I am infinitely powerful. And when I forget my infinite self, I forget that deep down we have that infinite power. Inside each of us is the same power that dreamed up skyscrapers, invented airplanes, put people into outer space, created amazing works of art, saved millions of lives. The fact that any of us can do amazing things is proof that we all can. We just need to find our strengths, passions, develop our talents, and let go of our doubts and fears and take bold, consistent action to manifest all that we want in life. We all push away what we want most in life. We all have blocks to get what we want. We can get past them. If you let yourself relax and surrender to the amazing power that's within you, you'll experience more and more magic and miracles coming into your life. The abundance techniques that I've taught on this channel through numerous episodes can help change and heal so many blocks. Sometimes we can be in such a bad space that it's hard to find the great things about ourselves and the miracles in our lives to realize how powerful we are. Doing the work to get out of that space can be extremely painful, but in the end, it can be more painful not to. And when we do the work, we make way for miracles. There have been many times that I have been in that space that it's hard to find great things about myself and the miracles in my life to realize how powerful I am. And doing the work to get out of that space has aided in my prosperity more than anything else. I want to end this with one final thing. You have a huge destiny ahead much bigger than you can see, much bigger than you realize. You are here to serve, to heal, to love, to support, to uplift and inspire others. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast otherwise. You wouldn't be doing this inner work. You wouldn't be doing all you could to be the best you can be, to create the best life possible. Because when you create that life, it uplifts others too. Your destiny is to inspire lots of people just by who you are and who you're becoming. And with great destiny comes great responsibilities. You can't play small. You can't hide. I get that there are going to be days when you just want to go under the covers and not get out of bed. That's normal. That's okay. It's certainly natural. Take a day, take two days. But then get yourself out of bed and get back out there because people need you. You are needed. You're on the fast track to prosperity. You're listening to this for a reason. Even if you don't know what that reason is, you have work to do. You can have the life you want. 
You can have the relationship you want, the career you want, the success you want. You just have to stick with it. And you have to be willing to start small to get big. Why are you doubting yourself? You don't have to be a big expert. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be a certain age. You can be really young. You can be really old. You could have zero experience and no clue. All that matters is that you want to play big and lead a bigger life. And you want to unleash your prosperity. You just have to get in the game. You don't have to have all this stuff figured out. You never will anyway. You don't have to have all the answers because you never will. Get comfortable with, I don't know. You don't need to know. And the more comfortable you are with not knowing, the more kind of just figure it out and the answers come. Trust that the answers will come. Trust in yourself. Surrender to the process. Make room for your amazingness. Make room for prosperity. You can find all episodes of The Reality Revolution at therealityrevolution.com. I would suggest listening to the Prosperity Revolution playlist. I've gathered up all the prosperity teachings into that one playlist you can find on my channel. And there's so many resources that will help you in whatever area that you're struggling with. Check out my art website at www.newearth.art. We have new pieces of art every single day. I'm, I'm super proud of what we have created. Thank you so much. I'm imagining prosperity for everyone listening. And welcome to the Reality Revolution. <laughs>